0: Good morning, my beautiful, powerful listeners. It's another episode of the Powerful Inc. Startup Stories
1: podcast. And today we're speaking with Janielle Milton. Oh my God, you guys, the founder, the creator, the fashionista of J. Marie Premium Sneakers. Please go to that website right now while you're listening and look at the shoes that she has created so many times. I have said in my 41 years of life to date that women's shoes are for fashion, not function. And then Janielle has come into the world with a shoe that is fashionable and functional. (laughs) she's laughing at me welcome to the show Janelle so excited to have you here so impressed with what you've created and I cannot wait to go exploring into your brain and soul around your business and how you did this
2: awesome wonderful well thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to be here as well I'm just like holding back my giddiness while you're <laughs> like, am I supposed to be making a sound right now? <laughs> like- yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> There's no
2: rules. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to talk with you.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Me too. So you guys, like I said, so Janielle was working corporate, was wearing heels and her fate were hurting and she yeah. didn't want to give up. <laughs> fashion for
0: function
2: which is badass absolutely
0: Absolutely.
2: yeah I the the funny story is growing up you would never catch me in gym shoes jeans I grew up in a church so I I Mm -hmm. was always wearing dresses and you know it kind of just stuck with me as I got older and I was always in heels and you just never could catch me in gym shoes because I at the time I thought it was very masculine Mm-hmm. Um, you know no nothing to anybody you know what i mean but I and, and
1: sneakers thing. were were gym shoes right like you're already yeah. making that they're for the gym you don't wear them out yeah right
2: okay. absolutely yeah. absolutely so it was, it's ironic that out of all
0: business, it would be. A <laughs> and
2: then God um, or the universe is like,
1: actually, no, you're going to be the sneaker queen, and here's what it's going to yeah. be.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So that I always tell people that because it's so ironic. I know that people who grew up with me is like, where the heck did that come from? <laughs> okay. It was something I didn't, I always had an interest in shoes, but it wasn't ever a focus on gym shoes for that matter okay and then they see your sneaker and
1: literally you guys you've got to go see them obviously I'm gonna have pictures in the promo but like you've got to go see them there and they mm-hmm. scream my personality which is like awesome crazy rainbow bright colors
2: <laughs>
0: in yes. wild patterns. And, and, and,
2: that <laughs> is another thing that I get asked a lot as well because people are like you know does that reflect your personality and I think mm. with everything and everybody we always have like an alter ego because in real life I am definitely not a you know a loud color or pattern person I am very monotone I'm always in my blacks my neutrals um however I would say I always did pops of colors but you would think like as um bold as my my designs are that I'm like this bold eccentric dresser and that is
1: Holy opposite oh <laughs> so. my god super interesting because yes I was saying like I want to know more about you as well creating these these sneakers that like I dreamed about before you made oh. them real oh,
0: wow. um
1: and the the secret sauce that we haven't yet dropped too is how um you Materialized manufacturing them, so it's not like Danielle's sitting in the basement making sneakers like how we're coaching or serving <laughs> or you know copywriting for for clients. If we're service based, like these are these are actual shoes that actually get worn for years. They look very durable, um, yeah. and and so you had to figure that out. So take me through Janiel, um the day where you were like, oh my god, I'm gonna design
0: a sneaker?
2: Mm -hmm. Sure. So I kind of always was like a serial entrepreneur, right? All all throughout my life so far, I've always just been that kind of person who's like, "Hmm, I'm going to do this. I want to start this. I'm going to do this. So I always had that aspect going on and I I went to school for management. So business was always kind of in the the background or in most cases, the foreground. um, But what kind of kind of made it go into the direction of sneakers is I had been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and anybody who knows anything about that particular autoimmune disease, it can be very uncomfortable within your body. You know, you're Mm -hmm. dealing with all types of different um, symptoms from achiness to just, you know, one minute you could be okay, next minute you just completely uh debilitated so I, I wanted to start dressing more comfortable and just kind of change my whole style you know i went to from wearing I, i'm a corporate girl so i would always mm-hmm. be you know suited and booted as they would say suited and booted i love that <laughs> <laughs> but always hiring on like you know the suits the dresses the the skirts you know outfits so right. i just kind of Steer from that and kind of was always wanting to wear like very loose fitting clothes and you know, jogging suits and things that weren't Mm. um, form fitting. And with Mm -hmm. that, of course, you know, someone could pull it off, but definitely not me. I couldn't pull off, you know, the way I wanted to dress with heels. So I just kind of started looking for alternatives like, okay, let me try different brands and kind of see what works with my style. And I couldn't find anything I liked. I still have the same idea about gym shoes. Like, oh my God, this is so masculine. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not a basketball player. I'm not, you know, athletic. So I just couldn't find anything that matched my style. So Mm -hmm. years, years ago, and I'm not going to age myself, but I, (laughs) (laughs) I did attempt to start a footwear company, but it was heel centric. Uh So I kind of just revisited that idea, like, hey, Uh I should start my own brand and create my own sneakers that, you know, for women like me, because I I felt like it was a complete opportunity. I felt like um, that demographic was not being addressed in the market. So I just thought, you know, why not? And it just kind of went from there. And I, I knew that I wanted it to be premium. Um, when I think of heels, I always, you know, work, most of us do, because I, I wouldn't imagine putting yourself through that torture in a cheap heel. So most women invest okay. in their heels yeah, because um, they want to make sure they're sturdy. They want to make yeah. sure, you know, they're comfortable. And mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. that's on the high end of things. So I knew that if I was going to do this, I wanted it to be premium. So when I thought of premium, when I was kind of brainstorming, I just kept going to european italian fashion and i'm just like it has to be made in italy it has to be made in Italy. Um, so that's just kind of the beginnings of how it started so i just was on a quest to find like how can i make this happen you know obviously i'm not in italy i'm not from italy so how (laughs) can i incorporate this in the brand kind of ties and i just was doing research and Lo and behold, okay. came across a company that w- I was able to develop a partnership with that was located in the a world-renowned region in Italy, Lamarte <sighs> Italy, where they have over twenty years' experience in craftsmanship, and they've made um, shoes for major brands that we all are familiar with, like Gucci, Taj, Chanel. Prada, just to name a few, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, this is it. This I I can now develop the brand that I've been thinking of for all these years." And it just kind of oh God, from there and took off. It honestly, before it even became a uh, a business, I kind of just was getting shoes made for myself. Yeah, but I was getting so many compliments. That's when it kind of was like, "Okay, this this is about to be a business."
1: So, getting shoes made for yourself with the Italian designer. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. So then you get to test the product, test that relationship.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And I, I always, for you know, it's, it's interesting because I just recently a few weeks ago did a podcast and that came up and I'm just like, I totally forgot about that aspect because I had to go take myself back in my thought. Like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, you weren't even trying to start a business at first. You just Uh, just needed a shoe that you
1: could wear. So were you, and were you still working and, or are still working in corporate?
2: Well, right now, I kind of just, I've always been a person who dealt with insurance, every aspect of it, from, you know, life insurance, to health insurance, to you know, property and casualty insurance. So I think that that's always going to be something that I'm always going to have my hand in, but not um, on a full-time basis of like being in corporate America. It's more of like, you know, at my own leisure if I decide to,
0: but at that time, I was working full-time, but not
2: (laughs)
1: right now so you get the like "Ah, so much (laughs) love (laughs) this you guys draw in here draw in so Janelle has an idea it's crazy it seems like it's not suited to her but it's for her and the intuition is there pulsing Janelle whispering to her Mm -hmm. and so then you start exploring research right sometimes we forget that we don't have to figure everything out ourselves and like research is looking for something so um, I really want to highlight that you did some research on this to remind ourselves of what's available out there because you said the research led you 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 had a region in mind you had a country in mind and the research led you right specifically into who is now making your shoe absolutely. And, and you would not have found that if you were like not researching or not you know going out into the world to um
2: absolutely or cool. even just having a clear idea of that's yeah. what I wanted to do like you yeah. mentioned kind of just came to me you know once I had an idea of this it has to be this it's kind of like yeah research just went in that direction.
1: Yeah. And then you were able to like explore that relationship. And I was asking where the work was going, because I'm just curious and eh, all over the place ish. Um, But curious about like, you know, um, getting that shoe made and then where you were wearing it in your life and how it was starting to fit in to the demographic that you had in mind mm. as a client for this product
2: wow yeah that's you know what i never even thought about it that way um and you're absolutely right it was corporate america that kind of just gave that push because like i said i just started wearing them because it was just something i was doing for myself yeah. but a lot of people that i was working with a lot of women were like yeah. "Wow, where did yeah you get these from those are really cute or wow those are nice because they are leather so they, give you, they don't really necessarily have that feel that you traditionally think of when you wear gym shoes a lot of times when you especially when you think of adjectives like comfortable you think like cotton or you think nylon and yeah. you know it's usually very Appalachian and this wasn't that so I think that's kind of what caught a lot of people's eye especially in that Um, demographic because it was like wow that's really nice and it it wears well with a suit and does it it's almost like it's it's still being dressed up or you can actually dress it down if you wanted to so I think that was kind of what was kind of fine-tuning the the brand and the kind of idea of where I wanted to go with this because it kind of just started creating itself you know what I mean right yes
1: I do this is another important part I'm going to pull out the business becomes its own living entity and Mm -hmm. so you've you've birthed it into the world but now you're like supporting it and nurturing it and this is in the in the preamble we talked about like who we are and Mm -hmm. what where the business is in our life. So, you know, that's another beautiful thing. And you recognizing that is what I would consider a great wisdom, because now you can look at it for what it is and love on it and bring yourself to it, but give it space to be its own thing
2: at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. I I, I think that that is very important because I always tell people that I am a non-traditional, non-performance business person because I kind of got into the space of entrepreneurship, especially with J. Marie Premium Sneakers, where it was just so opposite of how I usually do things or how business is traditionally done, right? And I say that because you're always told, especially in business school, you know, you you develop this business plan, you kind of do everything everything kind of already has to be planned out and you mm-hmm. want to benchmark your company right you mm-hmm. want to find a company that's kind of doing what you want to do and kind of pattern yourself off of that and mm-hmm. jay marie premium sneakers was everything but that it was kind of yeah. just like yeah um you know there's nothing to pattern yourself off of and let alone i didn't even want to do that and it just kind of everything just kind of fell into place on its own and it was just like yeah it's meant to be because it's just happening it is and so
1: now I want to know I'm so curious about the relationship with the Italian shoemaker you just Mm -hmm. call them you just email them and say I have a concept
2: can you create it what was that like essentially exactly like that Um, (laughs) see guys (laughs) it's so simple don't complicate it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly because I I think I've always been like a very ambitious person. I used to have this thing, right, where I would say, you know, hang around people who if you tell them you want to have a birthday party at Taj Mahal, they're just like, when, you know, and not asking the the, the mechanics of why would how are you going to do that or okay. Can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So I just
0: always had
2: that mindset of like, when I want to do something, it's just never this um, fear or idea you can't do that because I totally at the time didn't even think like, you know, I don't speak Italian, yeah. I don't know anything about the area, I don't yeah. know how this goes,
0: like, what or even of-
1: like about shoes and like because exactly. the, the the colors, the so they're leather, so the colors, the patterns, mm-hmm. the the even the shapes.
2: Right, absolutely. I just had an idea that I knew that I wanted it to be premium. And I knew uh-huh. that the things that were associating in my mind when I thought of premium, I know it was Italian, I know it was leather. And uh-huh. I knew it was just kind of like that was the vibe I wanted to go for. So initially, when I reached out, it was very vague. It wasn't, you know, as defined. It wasn't even a brand yet. It was just kind of like,
0: you know, uh-huh. hey, I'm,
2: I'm looking for you know, some comfortable shoes and I was wondering if you could make this and, you know, I wanted to look like this and, you know, I couldn't even draw. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a lot of, you know, back and forth with, you know, change this to that, put this here, do this. Could you make wow. this look like this? And just kind of having all these different um, inspirations but kind of like pointing and circling to this and saying, well, I want it to look like this but not wow. this part. And then eventually... Yeah. You know, the first sneaker was made and my very first design was actually the Born in the 80 Retro Trainers. And at the time, it didn't even have a name. It was just, you know, a sneaker that I had made. But then when I started wearing it and getting compliments and came up with the concept of, hey, I'm, I'm going to turn this into a sneaker brand, it was like I wanted it to be a st- a sneaker brand that told a story about who I am, you know, Jane Yale, Jay Marie, Um, Mm -hmm. it's my my first initial and my middle name Marie. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, how does this story begin? And that's how it started. I was like, well, with any story, it starts from the beginning. I was born in the eighties. So it was just like, Mm -hmm. these are going to be called born in the eighties, retro China. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to keep telling this story. And each sneaker is going to represent like a part or a facet of my life and 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 it just, you know, kept growing from there.
1: That's amazing. Thank and you. And so now you have a relationship with this company and is it like a drop ship type of situation so customers come to the website, order the shoe, the order gets triggered in Italy and fulfilled and then
2: sent. Yes. Right?
0: Yes. Yes. Mhm. And,
2: um, in some, in, you can have, you know, I do consult with people where we could do a little bit more customization. If that's something that you're looking for, you know, where we work together to do a design that's definitely an option, but, um, with the sneakers that are on the website, it works exactly like that. You just place the order. Um, all of the sneakers on the website are handcrafted. So they're not mass produced, which is another great thing that I love because I always thought of handcrafted, you know, obviously handmade, anything is going to be of more quality because it's more Mm -hmm. attention to detail. It's going to be more durable and, um, it's, you know, handcrafted. So from the time you place the order, to the time it ships to your door it's literally 7 to 15 business days everything is made by hand and it was just like oh my goodness I just I I this couldn't have came out any better you know and then the the family they're so knowledgeable that they you know they teach me things and and there's just more and more things that are improved Uh,
0: upon over the years
2: and I'm able to add input so it's just a wonderful relationship honestly
1: so a perfect chemistry between creator and executor and mm-hmm. you are um growing the shoe together like they're they're probably love the concept they must have yeah. like did they get super excited at the onset when you presented this were they re- yeah like actually, open and
2: they were very excited and that's another thing that kind of got the the I did juices flowing because it was like when I would get things kind of like fine tuned to what I wanted to look like they would send me compliments like that's really mm-hmm. nice or wow this is really nice and I, I just kind of thought like am I a shoe designer <laughs> so- <laughs> yep <laughs> you are I'm looking at them I keep them like yes. I want this pair I want that pair <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so it was, and they would say things like that like wow that's yeah. a unique design," or wow this mm-hmm. came out really great or mm-hmm. you know that you know I would get all these different accolades and I just was like If these people, you know, work Mm -hmm. with world-renowned brands and they're like giving me compliments on things that I came up with, like what's, who's, who's stopping me from doing this thing? You know, I think, you know, if I was to give any advice or have your listeners walk away with anything, I think we're always, and and I don't think it's a bad idea to go into something with experience, you know, so I'm definitely not saying, you know, try to do something and not have the experience especially depending on what it is but I think a lot of times we kind of get paralyzed and not move forward in ideas that we have because we're like you know I didn't go to school for this I didn't Mm -hmm. go to school Mm -hmm. for design and if I would have let that determine whether or not I moved forward I wouldn't have did anything because I would have been like well I'm not supposed to do this because I don't have the credentials I don't have the I didn't go the traditional path of people who do this. I didn't take that path, so I'm not supposed to do it. I didn't develop that idea. I was just like, who says I could? can't?
0: <laughs> you know, there's no rules to this.
1: Who says you can't? And that whisper was there. And whether you pursued it or not, J. Marie Premium Sneakers would have always been somewhere in the cosmos of your being.
2: Yes yes that is so true because it just kind of created itself if that even makes sense through you like everything interlocked it with each other
1: like that detachment like really lean in here guys that detachment and acknowledging of it it came through me and is now taking a life of its own is like a very healthy mindset and Mm -hmm. um way to hold space for the business without defining your value or your worthiness or your success to it right so now you can coexist beautifully um, as separate entities that have a strong connection and and let them evolve as they go so let's go there now with you I love the way that you talk about this business. I love the certainty in what you wanted. That was a repetitive theme in this conversation so far. Very, very clear on what it was going to be, how it was going to look, where it was going to be made. And then those things all lined up and this beautiful relationship has come. Now you have a website, you're, you're, you know, marching it out to the world And how have you changed with this business having, um, you know, this entrepreneurial familiarity and experiences and, um, and working in insurance is like, I don't know, heavy business, like that's no small
0: fries,
1: right? Um, And, and what are you doing now to to continue to nurture J Marie sneakers and and get it on like everybody's feet? (laughs)
2: Absolutely. So I think that um, one of the ways that this journey has changed me is to believe more in myself and to Mm -hmm. be more daring and just kind of stretch myself and always, and I've developed a mindset of, you know, if it's not an idea that doesn't absolutely scare you or make you feel fearful of doing it it's not big enough
0: because Mm -hmm.
2: everything that you do should stretch you it should take you out of your comfort zone it should cause you to have to grow into it because it you know you have to learn how to do this you have to teach yourself this or you have to actually go to school for something or do this Mm -hmm. and I think with any goal that anyone has if it's not stretching you or causing you to have to become a different person to even do it, then maybe it's not something that is, you know, challenging enough. And I think that this business has challenged me a lot and continues to do so because I'm constantly finding myself growing and kind of morphing into Mm -hmm. this person to have to, to run a business that has kind of created or um, has such this big personality. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. And I think, Right now, where I'm at with it is just kind of still allowing, like you said, this organic growth of, of the brand itself and kind of just steering that thing. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, this is what this is and staying authentic to that and just making sure that I, I tell that story authentically and just over time, I'm just, you know, mm-hmm developing more and more about this, this brand and making sure that I stay true to that and making sure that everything that I do speaks to that and is you know on brand with, with that. And one of the, the things that is something that I always want to make sure is the foundation of the brand that I always started with from the beginning was I wanted it to be premium. I wanted mm-hmm. it to be style, comfort, mm-hmm. quality, and color you know that's kind mm-hmm. of like the guiding force of, of the brand all the
1: things that women's shoes aren't typically
2: <laughs> exactly exactly. you're always sacrificing something for the other you know mm-hmm. you're always sacrificing comfortability for style or mm-hmm. you know style for comfortability you never at least I've never seen the two in one you know either it's a very comfortable shoe and it's not high that highly stylish or yeah. it's a highly stylish stupid is not necessarily comfortable, right? So yep,
0: I, I always
2: wanted to be like all those things can coexist, you know, and I think that's kind of like the 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 foundation of the brand. So I always try to stay true to that.
1: So it sounds in the way that you describe that, you're letting the business now guide you. You're listening to the business almost like asking you, can you provide me with this and can you provide me with that? And can you honor this part of me you know
2: absolutely Uh, you know I never even thought about it like that but even just hearing myself talk Mm -hmm. I'm just like wow that's exactly what happened (laughs) because it wasn't like this this thing of where I you know went in with you know it's going to be this and it's going to be that it was just kind of like everything just kind of you know when I got the sneakers made and people kept saying oh those look very comfortable and I like the fact that they're actually cute like Mm -hmm. that those are really really nice and it was just kind of like okay stylish comfortable and it was just like these whispers you know what this is and then over time it just kind of developed into like this cohesive brand because initially believe it or not I'm I'm, I'm like a big music you know hip-hop old school R&B head and it was like that's the angle I was trying to make this thing come from and it was just like this, this, you know, what is this? Where am I even going with this? Like, you can't develop a sustainable business off of one aspect of of something, you know, because it's not, it's not big enough to develop into all these phases. But then I thought like, Jay Marie Premium Sneakers, Jay Marie, is like every facet of me and what I, you know, what I am, what I was, what I will become. Yeah. That's sustainable. It can evolve to so many different things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this is
1: being open and exploring and adapting with that core foundation in place.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Which is
1: like what we're doing, right? We're constantly evolving, but there's groundedness, I guess, in Mm -hmm. the process.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. You definitely have to have something that keeps the whole thing anchored kind of like the Mm founding principles but you have to be adaptable enough to let it evolve into you know different facets of that
0: that's right
1: just just beautiful such deep conversation around this and you know for um a tangible element now uh, well it's all been tangible but um i'm curious as to how what am I trying to say? Like, do you envision this product in department stores? Or is it going to remain in this, like, um, you come through the website to meet the sneaker and maintain, I guess, the business model that I'm assuming is ordering online? Um, And how, like, how do you market this product? How are you
2: that's a, a very good question. Um, and I, I think as a business owner, right, a lot of times you, you kind of measure the ultimate level of success of getting into a department store. And that's kind of like the measuring state that we all kind of measure our businesses with. Like, you know, I want to be in a Macy's. I want to be in Saks, I want to be you know, and boy, oh I got, I
1: was featured in Forbes or yeah. Right.
2: Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And I do have those aspirations because I think it's wonderful, but I do, like I mentioned, want to stay true to the story. And and one of the things about uh, Jay Marie premium sneakers, it's a, it's a big, bold personality, right? Yeah. And it kind mm-hmm. of pulls you into that world when you come onto the website. So absolutely. I do see myself the brand in department stores, but I would love to be able to pull people into that environment, even in a retail space. And I I haven't even necessarily seen that done in a department store. So Uh that would even be something that would change the landscape of how people even purchase footwear. Yeah. You know, because it would, I, I, I would want it to be a scenario where you're still getting kind of drawn into like this bold, big colors, big designs, like mm-hmm. kind of like taken over. And it's like I couldn't imagine the speaker just kind of being on this shelf with on others. The side of other. yeah. It would be like, no, we have to have a whole exposition. It needs of- its own store. The
1: shoe has so yes. much going on. It needs its so yes. own. This is. yeah <sighs> Danielle, that's, that's I'm in love. I'm like officially full. I was already because the sneakers again. <laughs> I love, they're like made for me, and I'm gonna order the Crayola. Oh, that one's oh, yeah, that was yeah. perfect. Um, but like the the you see here, guys, the vision that she has is not what is not influenced by the standards that we're told so you continue to be you know the rule breaker the disruptor and say yeah these department stores yeah like that gold medal accolade is great but my vision is that j marie sneakers is its own store right. and that it keeps in with the, um like you said, the entire personality. So um, mm-hmm. I can see, I'm all right, like, because I love coming up with ideas and things. I'm like, ooh, like a kiosk, like a pop up, like, right. you know, taking it on tour, like the,
0: oh, oh, oh my wait. God,
1: Janelle. The um a uh, little van tour. So you load up a truck full of sneakers, and you <laughs> drive around oh in like this God, glamorous actually,
2: zebra print vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a good, great idea, and I I love that you use the word very influential. And it's I don't even know if you just um, intuitively picked up on that, but I one of the taglines with the brand is the wow factor sneaker for the style influenced her. And mm-hmm. I kind of always say that, you know, this brand is for trailblazers mm-hmm. for pioneers because it's so non-traditional because nothing about the way the brand was started, the way it continues to grow is kind of, you know, the the way that it's always been done, especially in this genre yeah. of footwear and, I always say that like this, this is a sneaker brand that is very disruptive because yeah. I want it to be that way. And I think that is where the boldness of the designs and the colors come from because it's yes. like traditionally when you think of footwear just as a whole, most people, especially in a economy, that's kind of like, you know, inflation is crazy. People kind of buy sneakers with the intent of you know, I'm buying it to go with this and, you know, it's gonna, and it's like, no, you can't even buy my sneakers like that. It, it, yeah. it, it has its own personality that you literally have to buy its own wardrobe to go with the sneakers. Yeah, it's
1: like, a like cats, right? You come to me right, and, <laughs> and, like, and I will assess <laughs> how it's going to play out and <laughs> <laughs> I'm the queen. These are the rules. And right the, so this is really like the sneaker really is its own thing, including how it will be marketed and distributed to the masses will be by its own bold disrupt her rules, mm-hmm. its own influence her rules, around um becoming like a multi-million dollar product company uh vibe, you know, like you're walking down the street and Um, Up here in Canada, maybe in the States, too, we'll presume, motorcyclists will, like, give each other the nod or, like, the finger (laughs) recognition when they go by each other. So, Jay Marie premium sneaker wearers will be, like, walking and times square (laughs) new york city and the women will recognize the sneakers and they'll look at each other and they'll give each other like the nod it's like we're in this vibe baby we live in this dimension i
2: love it and you know what that reminds me of a uh, client actually purchased one of the sneakers and she sent me an email and she's like I walked, you know, X amount of miles in Times Square. So it's funny you mentioned that. And she's like, I was getting so many compliments. And everybody was just like, you know, what are those? Who, where did you get those yeah. from? And it, you know, you just spoke it into existence.
0: <laughs> like, <kind laughs> yeah, of, I
2: did. So now, think, you know, where people would just kind of give a nod, like, yes, yeah, if, if you know, you know. If you know.
1: you know, you know, it's like a little secret. So, okay. So, whoever's <laughs> listening in New York, please buy a pair and go walking buy- <laughs> and look for this other woman so that this comes true <laughs> and then email us about absolutely, absolutely. Let's, let's blow this up I just you know there I could k- keep talking to you forever it's such beautiful conversation and like this, this other uh, that really just brings it I don't know brings it home for me like I keep thinking in Canada we have this um uh Comfortable shoe store, and it's called Walk in Comfort, and it's like shoes for old people, basically. And I, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not old. Like I'm 41, I'm not old. I'm, I'm like right. 25 or 8 in my mind most of the time. Yeah. And um, they're kind of ugly. Like they were, they were, <laughs> they were like, oh, these will do. these I'm buying them from a good walking store like these are good shoes and they've already crapped out on me 6 months in oh my gosh wow. and and I'm like man you know where's where's the shoe and I've got big feet mm. wide and different things and so um there's there's just such a a beautiful gift because you know, when you were describing the quality and the craftsmanship, I was like, oh my God, when I walk in these shoes, I'm going to feel Mm -hmm. more me. So we're talking about the evolution of the business and the the growth of the personality. And we're comparing that to ourselves. And this is like a, a symbolic, um, stepping into, oh my God, (laughs) that's good. (laughs) Right. Your your next (laughs) self. (laughs) By, by like, choosing to adorn yourself with this shoe, to treat yourself with this shoe that one, you know, very jokingly, one could easily um quantified to their spouse. <laughs> no, look, honey, it's the one shoe I'm gonna buy for the next five
2: years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, but those are very good good points because it's so true. You know, even when I hear you mention things like, you know, having a a larger foot size mm-hmm. or a wider foot. It and it's fitting because we do go up to 10 and a half with some mm-hmm. of our sneakers, even 13 and a half with some of our sneakers. So that's definitely You know, market that hasn't been catered to as far as the style aspect of it. And then, you know, when you think about a wider foot, leather is such the perfect material. And here's why, because even though when you think comfort in a lot of sneakers, when they think comfort, they use those materials like cotton or nylon, you know, thinking Mm -hmm. about the stretchy aspect Mm -hmm. of it. Um, and I'm going to correlate it with a funny story because my mom we I would we would always joke right um, about the these different plus size stores and I'm like why mm-hmm. every time you know there's a store or a brand that's for plus size people it's just like they took a curtain and just sewed, you know two curtains together right, like, right, here you yes, go and yeah. it has mm-hmm. no shape to it and it's just yeah. like You know, why does plus size have to be shapeless? You know, why can't it be kind of like this couture? almost like Mm -hmm. it gives you a shape. And I think the same way like that when it comes to footwear, like when we think about comfort, why are those materials that are are thought of? Because actually leather is a great material for that because leather has to conform to your foot. So it's very... You know, a lot of times I I always, and people, even that's a different experience for people because they're like, you know, oh, wow. You know, when they purchase their sneakers, I always say get it in the exact size that you wear. And initially they're like, oh, it's really tight. Like I should have got a bigger size. And I'm like, no, you, you, that's how you purchase it because you want it to be fitting on your foot, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's going to give you that very sleek very sleek look it's gonna you know conform to your foot and actually it's you know if you have a wide foot it's going to stretch to what's exactly comfortable for you
1: it's going to meet you where you are and become one with you and then you step together in your new vibe Mm -hmm. in your new self in your
2: yeah N- and, you know, and,
1: next level for both of you and you give the shoe life and the shoe gives and it's just this beautiful there's so many you know ripples of of uh messaging around this unity it's right it's a shoe right <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I just love it from a gym shoe <laughs> exactly and I just I love it because I just you see how everything just kind of goes together without even trying it's it's yes. crazy it's like wow it's, I mean yeah. I said this thing kind of it's bigger than me at this yes. point because it's just like everything fits together to be true to what it what the what it is
1: yes yes very much and that's a like you know so many takeaways and so as we unfortunately have to close up mm. our our elegant luxurious conversation it's (laughs) it's this this is the takeaway of like you know the observing the business the nurturing of the business and the uh, curiosity of where it's going to go and and how it's going to continue to evolve and impact
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that's just glorious so I mean if you want to anything you want to close us out with summarize wisdom or humor as
2: we, as we come sure, absolutely it. I always yeah. tell people you know oftentimes I'm asked what advice would I give aspiring entrepreneurs and I always tell people start you know start scared mm-hmm. start with little information start you know And I I have to do this as a disclosure. I am a a non-traditional
0: business person because most (laughs) people
2: look and say, oh my God, that's not good advice. But it is because what better way to grow with your brand? And you would would always be speaking from an authentic place because everything about you or the brand that you create is always something that you had to grow into. And I think that it lends for a better story, you know? And I always tell people that, you know, do it scared, do it with, if you feel like, even if you feel like you don't have all the moving parts and all the components that will, that you need to start a thing, start there because it lends for a great story when you're, you know, everybody loves to see something come into fruition. So you have, we have to stop having this idea of, I can't present this until it's completed Mm -hmm. because maybe people need to see the story of you coming and maybe it's never going to be completed maybe it's just a story that needs to be told
0: beautiful absolutely beautiful
1: very powerful message and I'm with you a hundred percent I mean I I coach and support female startups and Mm you know get out of your own way to get going on what the dream is because the whispers Mm -hmm. won't go away and there's a reason that they've been given to you specifically because you like while i may have dreamed of this shoe in perpetuity for my entire existence you brought it to life i wouldn't have found that shoemaker in italy i wouldn't have made this beautiful combination of patterns you did because you listened and you went in and then it exploded on you and has become its own thing that you now get to honor and support and absolutely grow and as a result receive from as well right close the circle yes absolutely Gorgeous. gorgeous oh well thank you thank you for filling my heart filling my Um, eyes because I literally was looking at the website and pulling (laughs) in and connecting further to the shoe. It's been such a pleasure and I cannot wait to share you with my audience and the world. And thank you for creating these gorgeous, gorgeous um, foot decorations.
2: Thank you. You're very welcome. I am so honored to be on your show as well. And it was a great conversation Mm -hmm. to me as well. So I thank you for having me. And I am excited to just, you know, I can't wait till you do get Crayola because you're going to love it. I know you
0: are. (laughs) You're going to absolutely love it. Everywhere all day. I can't wait.